0: Hello, pioneering today podcast listeners. I am really excited for today's episode because we are going to be talking about the sun oven. So if you've never heard of the sun oven before, it is an oven that allows you to cook with just solar power, with just the power from the sun. And I'm really excited because I have Paul, who um, has been part of sun oven for quite a while, on the phone with me today
1: because I am kind of new. To the sun oven. So, I actually got a sun oven for free a couple months ago in exchange for my review, and I had Quite a few questions, actually, when I went about to use it. So I contacted Paul, the president of Sun Oven, to come on the show with us today so that he could answer my questions and your any questions that you might have in regards to cooking with the Sun Oven and what actually all it can do and with solar power. And I have to tell you, I got really giddy when I got it out
0: and started using it. Um, my husband was actually laughing at me. I was like a kid at Christmas time. So, um, Paul, welcome to the Pioneering Today podcast.
2: Oh, Great to be with you.
0: Yeah, so the first thing is, is I have known about solar ovens, I heard about solar ovens for quite a while, but I live in the Pacific Northwest where it is usually quite rainy. <laughs> and, you know, we, our sun in the summertime would have some hot days j- through July and August, sometimes into September. But generally our sunny days aren't really very hot. You know, our temperatures kind of average in between the 50s and 60s for most of the year. So I just didn't think that a sun oven would work here because I thought that sun ovens and solar cooking would only work where you have really hot temperatures with the sun, like, say, Arizona or Texas or those kind of areas. But that's actually kind of a misconception with solar cooking is that it has to be hot out. Is that correct?
2: Yes. um, One of the wonderful things about cooking with the sun is that the outside temperature has no effect on the oven at all. It can be 10 below zero and sunny, and it actually can be better than a day when it's 95 degrees and hazy. So it's the amount of direct sunlight that you have, not the outside temperature. And as long as you have enough sun to cast a shadow we always kind of think of the groundhog if you go outside and you can see a shadow on the ground then you're able to cook in your sun oven
0: okay because yeah that was for years I had you know heard of sun ovens and seen people you know using with solar and stuff but I just thought well I'm in the Pacific Northwest and it's just not going to be hot enough for us up here so I was really excited to learn that it's not the outside temperature because it's just, it's this, like you said, it's a, is it the UVA, the UVB rays? They're actually what's heating the oven. Mm-hmm. So I was super excited about that. And I also thought that it would take a really long time for it to heat up. And so I got it, and I was kind of, you know, we had so, some sunny days, actually kind of so the Northwest, we had kind of an abnormal winter. It's been um, a lot nicer than normal and warmer uh, with more sunlight. And But I just thought by the time I would be like, oh, I think it's going to be sunny out enough you know. today, I thought, oh, well, I'm not going to have enough time to get everything set up and for it to preheat. And so I didn't use it for like the first month kind of that I had it because I just figured it would take forever. But how long is it average for it to actually heat up and, and preheat with the Sun Oven?
2: Well, um, with the Sun Oven, uh, the... Preheating time generally in reasonable sun will get to about 300 degrees in about 20 minutes. So, you know, when you're preheating an empty sun oven, it doesn't take real long to get it up to temperature. And one of the unique things about the sun oven compared to most solar cookers is that cooking time. Most solar cookers, you can only cook very slowly. And um, with the majority of solar cookers, your cooking time is anywhere from three to four times longer. Than it would be in a stovetop or a conventional oven. But the Sun Oven is made uniquely. It has a gasket in particular, which is why it gets so much hotter and quicker so with the sun oven you actually if you choose to there's two ways to cook in it you can slow cook in it or if you choose to if you do realign it to follow the sun every thirty minutes your cooking time is only going to be twenty minutes longer than it would be on your stovetop or your regular oven for each time you open the door of the sun oven so it can cook in close to the same as normal time uh, if you choose to refocus it every 30 minutes or you could slow cook all day if you choose to.
0: Yeah, it was it was amazing. I couldn't believe how fast it heated up actually because I we set it up for the first time and we were actually leaving to go take the kids um, to go see a movie. and so I wasn't going to be home and I thought, I'm just gonna you know throw some baked pot do some baked potatoes in the sun oven for my first kind of test run of it because I thought, you know, that way if they don't get all the way done, I can throw them in my own oven really quick or, if you know, I just figured that in that way if it doesn't cook, you know, it's kind of, I don't want to say I was expecting it not to go well, but I was kind of like, well, <laughs> things don't work out with a cooking dinner for us on time. You know, we don't have the baked potatoes with dinner, then it's not going to be like I don't have our entire meal. So that's kind of how I showed up for the first time. And then, like I said, we were leaving, so I got it positioned, which it was actually I had it in my head, I guess, that it was going to be a lot harder to use than it actually was. So I got it set up and in position really quick, and so I was letting it um, preheat, and like you said, it was pre- it preheated in like 20 minutes, and I didn't know if that was you know, considered you know, the average normal or not, because it was my first time using it. But it was so funny, because there's, I love that it has the thermometer inside the oven that you get to watch as the temperature increases. And so, like, every five minutes I was running back over and so were the kids. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 200. <laughs> and so we were, like, <laughs> roll calling out the temperature degrees as it climbed. And so it was it was pretty fun. And they were getting excited to watch it, you know, heat up and everything. And my husband was really astounded. He was like, I cannot believe that it. it's reached 300 degrees. And it was it was about 22 minutes that it reached that temperature. And so I put the potatoes in. And normally, you know, when I do baked potatoes in the oven, I oil them all up and everything and and this you know I just pierced the skin so they wouldn't burst but I didn't even bother with oiling them and put them in and they were really large baked potatoes and sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and so we left and we were gone for about two hours and so when we came back it was not quite dusk but the sun was definitely going down and so I thought oh I better go and check and see if the potatoes done you know they've been in their trials I don't know if that'll be you know how they'll do because I wasn't here to monitor it and that was one of my things is thinking I really need to be hands-on with it. And I cannot believe the potatoes were perfectly done. You know, there was no burnt, you know, uneven spots. They were cooked all the way through. And so I was hooked after that first juice. I'm like, this is awesome. I can, you know, not have to worry about because I don't like leaving um, things on when I'm not home. You know, I don't, like, turn the oven on even if it's on low and bake things if we're not here. And so I was so excited, and so I told my husband, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. I can't wait to use this more. <laughs> and so I feel like I discovered this, like, brand-new secret that's so awesome after I share it with everybody.
2: Yeah, no, it, it is really amazing. I mean, you can, nothing burns in the sun oven, and nothing dries out. So it's the most forgiving of methods of cooking that you'll ever fine so um, you know you can do those potatoes if you had stayed home and refocused it uh, you could have done them in probably half the time Um, but it it almost doesn't make any difference. So um, one of the things that we always teach in sun oven classes is that you never have to worry about dinner, burning dinner again because um, it's very very difficult to burn things in the sun oven because it's a completely even heat. The whole chamber is the same temperature. That's why your potatoes cooked all the way through and you didn't notice any difference. Um, you know, in the um, one part of the potato being more cooked than the other.
0: Right, because a lot of times the, the center, you know, obviously isn't quite all the way done. It'll have some, yeah, just a little hard mm. spots, especially on the really large potatoes. But, yeah, I was very impressed. And and the one thing that I love, because my husband and I were talking back and forth, because this year um, here in the Pacific Northwest, I'm on the west side of the mountains in Washington State in the foothills of the Cascades. And we didn't get any snow this year at, at all at our house, which is very very unusual and we hardly got any snow up in the mountains that's one of the earliest openings they've had of the past up above us so we've been looking at the snowpack and they're kind of like oh man you know it might be a very dry fire hazardous summer um, it's kind of what we're thinking and so what I was excited about with the front oven with sun, summer coming is one obviously it won't heat up your house having your oven on because that's always a thing when it's hot out but what I love about this is even if the burn ban is on is you can use it outside and you don't have to worry about having fuel or any sparks or anything like you would if you were cooking with, you know, like with a, a fire or doing Dutch oven with the charcoal and that kind of a thing. So there's no worry about it being really a fire hazard. And so I think that's a great feature for going into the summer months with the sun yeah, oven. Yeah, there
2: there's no hazard of fire at all. And as you probably noticed with the sun oven, it's very safe. Um, in every way. I mean, your kids aren't going to burn themselves if they come up and touch it. The reflectors don't get hot and the box of the oven on the outside doesn't get hot. And uh, so it's safe for virtually everything. The only part of the sun oven that's exposed that gets a little bit hot is the surface of the glass. And we always say there's an advantage to the surface of the glass getting hot because um, that gets hot enough to keep your neighbor's dog from eating your pot roast. Um, any animal in the <laughs> daytime will, will sense the heat and will stay away from the sun oven. So um, safety is uh, a really important part of the oven. Um, we have them in a lot of developing countries around the world where oftentimes children get burned from cook fires and things like that. So when we've made the sun oven so it's completely safe even with small children. Um, they're not going to burn themselves, nor can they catch anything on fire.
0: Yeah, I I love that. I was I was really impressed. Um, like I said, when I got it out and everything, we got it going. I kept saying my husband, I'm like, I can't believe how well this works because I I, just, I guess I really had it in my head that it really couldn't be that efficient. <laughs> and I haven't really done a whole lot of solar cooking before, honestly. You know, we've done a lot of outdoor cooking. We do a lot of Dutch oven cooking, open fire cooking, smoking, you know, meats and different foods like that. But I hadn't really done any solar cooking before of any kind and i was just amazed at how efficient it was
2: mm-hmm. and there's also and you that can actually of you know do do your dutch oven cooking um if you're going to slow cook in the sun oven if you use your dutch oven it's wonderful you'll find that if you're going to let's say you, you're going to make a chicken there'd be two ways to do it if you took a three pound chicken and you put it in a pot and you move the sun oven every 30 minutes to follow the sun you can cook it an hour and a half but if you take a Frozen chicken, put it in your Dutch oven, and in the morning put it inside the sun oven, and just set the sun oven facing south where the sun is around lunchtime, around noon. Come mm-hmm. back at dinner, and you'll have a cooked roast. And the nice part about the Dutch oven and the sun oven is that once it gets hot, even if it started raining and the weather changed completely, the sun oven's extremely well insulated, so the retained heat from the Dutch oven inside the well insulated sun oven. Will allow your slow cooked meals to finish cooking even if the weather changed. So, just really? like you did with the potatoes, leaving it um, and going, um, you can do that all day um, by using a Dutch oven. Now, a Dutch oven is going to take an hour and a half longer to come up to temperature than a thin pot will. So you don't, you're okay. not going to preheat a Dutch oven the same way in the sun oven. and Your preheating time and everything is different. But for slow mm-hmm. cooking, it's it's wonderful to use inside the sun oven.
0: How oh, awesome. Now, if you wanted to... Using, like, the cast iron Dutch oven, if you wanted to kind of heat up that preheating time, because I realize the cast iron is so much thicker, it's going to take it longer to heat up. But then once it does reach temperature, it stays heated longer. Could you say, if you wanted to, preheat that cast iron Dutch oven in a regular oven and then put it in the sun oven to speed things up, or is that not? Sure.
2: No, you can do that. I mean, you can preheat the sun oven on a campfire or preheat it uh, on a stovetop or regular oven as long as you've got... um, you know, thick uh, oven mitts or hot pads, um, um, putting that in the sun oven um, will definitely decrease the cooking time with it.
0: Okay. but I love that you don't have to, but if you're in a hurry, I tend to sometimes get these great ideas and then I have like 10 minutes to execute things (laughs) before I have to go. So I like that there's the option that you can can do that. And so that, I did not know, I'm so excited that you told me that, I didn't know that you could... Um, once everything was heated up, if the weather did start to change, that it would still continue cooking like that to finish it off. Because here, there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll, you know, we'll, you'll leave, go to work or, you know, go to run an errand or something. And it's in the Northwest, the weather changes so quickly, you know, you can come back in two hours, it was sunny bright and sunny when you left, and then, like I said, clouds are starting to roll in or whatever, and so that's awesome that it will continue once yeah, The key
2: is you don't want to open the door of the sun oven. You know, when when you've got the, in essence, the Dutch oven is becoming a heat sink inside this well-insulated box, and and you don't want to open the door of the sun oven. You want to keep the door closed because the Dutch oven is heating the air, and food cooks um, starts cooking at one hundred and eighty degrees Fahrenheit, so if you look at the the oven thermometer as long as you 're at one eighty 180, one eighty five it 's cooking so um you know you 're basically as long as your temperature stays above that you 're in essence crock pot cooking inside the sun oven um, and uh, if the Dutch oven has gotten hot in the chambers uh, the food and the mass of the food inside of it stays hot. Um, Usually after the sun disappears, it will stay above a cooking temperature for a good um, three to five hours. So it wow. will finish its cooking, and you don't really worry. You know, The danger zone if you're using meat is you don't want to have meat between 40 degrees and 150 degrees for 90 minutes. That's the danger zone for bacteria and things with meat. So even okay. if you're cooking a roast in it, um, When the temperature, even when it finishes cooking, you can leave it in there. And as long as, once the temperature goes to 150, you've you've got another 90 minutes that you'd worry about any kind of danger. Um, So pretty much you can leave it in there, and it almost doesn't make any difference. If you come home from dinner at 5 o'clock or at 7 o'clock, your food's still going to be nice and warm and safe, and, and it will remain moist because of the airtight seal of the sun oven, the food doesn't dry out.
0: Yeah, and that, I did notice like cooking even the potatoes, which I didn't really think that they would have very much moisture in them because it was the only thing we were cooking, and I just put them directly on uh, the rack inside, and there was, yeah, there was moisture at the bottom when I pulled them out, which really surprised me. Um, I wasn't expecting to see that, so I love that like your meats and everything are going to stay really moist. They're not going to get dried out. Like if you, you know, sometimes you over roast a chicken. <laughs> That's right. A I mean, I really
2: dry one time in June. Um, I, I cooked a chicken for 12 hours at full temperature in the sun oven and it, it got so overcooked. It, fell off the bone, but it was still more moist after 12 hours in the sun oven and falling off the bone than if I had cooked it for, you know, an hour and a half in my regular conventional gas oven. So it uh, it's just amazing how moist the food is. Same things with bread. When you bake bread in the sun oven, your bread comes out uh, incredible. And people tell us all the time they bake bread and forget about it and leave it in for twice as long as they normally would. And it doesn't dry out, so um, a bread will eventually dry out if you you don't slow cook bread all day. I mean, if you can leave it in there for four hours, five hours, it's eventually going to dry, but it takes a long time, and you can you can bake bread on almost the same amount of time as you do in your conventional oven in the sun. And you know, a lot of people who like baking bread in the summer find they pay for their sun oven just in what they save by now.
0: Yes, yeah, because here, you know, normally. We don't even have, I mean, there's very few homes that have air conditioning in them. Uh, my work does, so I'm lucky in the summer when I'm at my day job that we have air conditioning. But that's definitely a thing is, you know, I come home and I'm like, you know, we try to grill everything just because you don't want to heat the house up because it stays hot. But there's only so many things that you can grill. I like to be able to come home and have, you know, dinner ready so do like the slow cooker but i just i love that this can be outside you're not using electricity if you don't have any cost you don't have any fuel costs because you know with everything else even if it's firewood even you know we happen to have um quite a bit of acreage and so we have usually a couple of trees fall down every year so we kind of have a renewable fire source here on our own property but there's still the cost of you know chopping and splitting and aging it and stacking and everything that's involved using that fuel source, even though know, it doesn't monetarily really cost us a whole lot. And so I'm just, the economical part of the sun oven um, really has me excited as well. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, you know, um, some people yeah. who get sun ovens for emergency preparedness find they pay for them in a relatively short time and what they save on air conditioning costs, a little bit and what they save on cooking fuel, but, um, and then they use the money they save to fund other preparedness uh, supplies, so the sun oven, unlike a lot of things that people get to get, be prepared for emergency, is something that will pay for itself and then um, can contribute to your budget as opposed to being a drain on your budget.
0: Yeah, so I have to come back to because I told this to my husband. He's like, are you sure that that would really be safe? I don't know about that. And that is putting, you said you can put in actually a frozen bird or roast and it will thaw and be cooked and actually be all the way done by the end of the day if it's like a full right. sunny day. The you reason can really that we, put it in frozen and
2: cook it. Right. The reason we suggest a frozen roast, if you're going to leave it unattended, is that when you put the food in the sun oven, say, at 8 o'clock in the morning, and you're going to set it where the sun's going to be at noon and come home for supper at you know, 5, 6 o'clock, um, if you started with a defrosted roast I mentioned the danger zone of meat you from Mm -hmm. you know pretty much if you've got it set where the Sun is at noon from 8 to 10 you don't have any Sun over the Sun oven Um, and so the roast is thawing out um, from 8 to 10 but then from 10 to 2 you'll have some Sun overhead and your roast will cook and then it will stay warm. So we suggest starting with a frozen roast if you're going to slow cook it all day so that you're able to... And we suggest using a a thick pot like a Dutch oven or a clay pot um, for that and... uh, then you never have any point where you have your meat getting between 40 degrees and 150 degrees for 90 consecutive minutes. So um, that's why a a frozen roast is recommended for slow cooking. You don't have to do it that way. Let's say it's 1 in the afternoon and, you know, you want to eat at 5, you just – You could put your roast in the sun oven and set it facing where the sun is going to be at 3 o'clock and come back at 5 and it would be done. Then I would not want to use a frozen roast. But if I was going to leave it unattended all day, I'd prefer starting with frozen meat.
0: Okay, and I love that, and that I didn't even, wasn't even thinking of, I was thinking of the convenience factor of like, oh, I didn't take any meat out last night, and now I'm leaving for the day, and I want to just be able to, to cook it. I wasn't even thinking, honestly, of the, the food safety part of, like you saying, of, of when you're leaving it all day like that, you want the frozen, um, to stay in the safety zone as it cooks. But I love it for the convenience factor, because we, um, we raise our own uh, grass-fed beef, and so all of my beef is in our deep freezer unless I canned it, um, you know, so I don't have, um, so it usually if I haven't thought out meal planned for the week and taken stuff out to thaw, you know, the night before or whatever, then it's kind of like, oh, it's not going to be thawed in time to cook, you know, for it to cook and so I kind of have to move it to the next day or whatever. So when, when I heard you say that you could use it put it in frozen in the morning i'm like oh my goodness my life just got so much easier i'm so excited about you know if you
2: take your your beef you throw some potatoes carrots onions in with that frozen roast um you can throw it all into one pot uh just leave it in there and um You'll come home for supper. You have one pot to wash and a complete meal that's done. You don't add any moisture or take any moisture out. The the juice from the meat will cook into your vegetables, and um, you'll find that it will be delicious. Or if you wanted to, you could take your baked potatoes and do the same thing you did before. Just put them in the pot, uh, put them on the rack around the pot, and um, you can cook them uh, that way, and you'll find it will come out incredible.
0: That's Okay, that's awesome. I'm really excited to to use it more like I said I've, I've had it out and I just started playing with it and then I'm like oh my goodness there's so much I didn't realize that it could do <laughs> I've got to learn I've got to learn everything about it because it, it really does a lot of different things um, and I know I'm watching the clock we're starting to run down a little bit on time for the podcast and so I I have more questions for you and there's so much that we cover on what the sun oven does and so um, we for everybody who's listening, we are going to be hosting a webinar with Paul, and it's going to be live, so there'll be a question and answer time where you can answer, you know, ask questions and he can answer it, because the son of it not only does it cook food, which is fantastic, and I love that, and I also love that it doesn't, um, it, it doesn't have smoke, because we just had a big barbecue on Mother's Day. It was also my daughter's. Um, we were celebrating her birthday, and so we were roasting meat outside and stuff, and when the wind's blowing a lot, it blows smoke, you know, all in your face and your eyes are stinging. Which I still love, you know, campfire. We we'll still definitely use that, but I love that this doesn't have smoke, so I just had to put that in there. It was so nice to, you know, not be waving your eyes and trying to dance around the smoke falling you and stinging. Um, but the sun oven you can also use to preserve food. You can do home food preservation with the sun oven on certain things. Is that
2: right, yes, Paul? Yes, mm-hmm. you can use it to preserve food. You can use it for um, boiling water um it it has a um a dehydrating you can use it to dehydrate um your food and um if people have um food storage that's uh, freeze dried or prepare um freeze dried or dehydrated it's the most fuel efficient way to rehydrate that because you don't have to boil your water first so there's so many things that you can do with the sun oven and um you know when we do the webinar we'll talk about um all of those things and how to dehydrate and um, uh, there's so much that you can do with it that it's hard to, to cover and that's why we like doing classes so people can learn more about the Sun Oven and with the webinar too if anybody's interested in getting a Sun Oven we're going to be offering a very special package at a um, much lower price than normal. So, if people do decide to join us in the webinar, they can learn about the Sun Oven, and if they want to get one, uh, the webinar will have information on how they can do that at a much lower cost.
0: Awesome. Okay, so for those of you who are listening, um, go to MelissaKNorris.com and click on the podcast button. And click on episode number 55, and that's going to be this episode, and there will be links to get you signed up so that you can catch the webinar. And the webinar is going to be this coming Tuesday, which is May 19th, 2015, and it's going to be at 5 p.m. Pacific time, so that's going to be um, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 central i believe forgive me if i don't have my my (laughs) time exactly uh conversion there but it'll be 5 p.m pacific time and there will be a recording available for a short time because i know a lot of times with the time difference or if you're on a work schedule and you can't get home in time to listen to it i've had that happen to me before on webinars so we will definitely have a recording available so that you can catch it, um, you know, that night or the next morning for a short time. Up, but you will miss out on the live question and answer part, which is no, they won't. Actually,
2: they'll miss out on the live but they will still be able. to Anybody who listens through the replays can submit questions, and I'll answer any questions they submit via email.
0: Oh, awesome! Okay, great. That's a, a very nice feature um, that you're doing. I didn't realize that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure if you're listening, like I said, and you're not at computer, just go to listconorris.com, click on podcast episode number 55 with the Sun Oven, and you can get all those details. Um, so you can get signed up for that and registered, save your seat, and then we will send you an email out with the links for everything as that comes up, and then also the recording links in case um, you can't make it or you want to go back and listen to everything. And so I'm really excited because I want to learn more about the dehydrating part and also the water, being able to purify water, with it as well. Um, So we'll be talking about that in the webinar. And thank you so much for joining me today, Paul. Now um, I've got even more things that I want to get it out and play with. So I'm looking outside right now and I'm like, come on, (laughs) let those (laughs) clouds burn away. (laughs) I can't wait to play with it. So um, thank you so much. And then we will be
1: visiting and I'll be chatting with you on Tuesday.
2: Look forward to it. Thanks a lot. God bless.
1: So now we're getting to our verse of the week section. And this verse, I have had this marker in my Bible, I think for about two weeks now. And I am starting out my morning uh, Bible reading time and I keep coming back to it. So I thought it was the perfect verse to share with you guys. And it's a little bit long. It's from Psalm 119, starting in verse 33 through verse 40. And actually I've written in the notations, life prayer. Um, I think this is a a beautiful prayer to pray over ourselves um, and for our children and loved ones. And it's teach me, O Lord, to follow your decrees. Then I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding and I will keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my heart towards your statutes and not towards selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things Preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servant so that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread for your laws are good. How I long for your precepts. Preserve my life and your righteousness. And I don't, I think that's one of the most complete prayers for how I want my life to be and those that I love and everyone. So I hope that you enjoy that and look that verse up yourself and kind of think on that and pray on that as well. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.